Hello there, and welcome to the 24 Gauge Podcast. We are your hosts, Dave and Julia Grant. A couple of nurses who are also a couple. We are Canadian RNs with 25 years of shared acute care experience who have built professional careers and a life together. All right, so. Hello again. Hi there, take two here. (laughs) Trying to record on a Sunday night with a toddler who won't go to bed. Cheers to you. Again. Cheers, cheers again. Cheers. <laughs> don't, so, don't swallow or slurp into the microphone. We have already learned well, tonight. Well, we can. It just, That's annoying. It's annoying. Are you going for the whole mouth sounds ASMR there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the We're going to lose subscribers. Or we'll get a whole lot. Or we'll get a whole lot yeah, of them. one or the other. <laughs> uh, so this is our first nighttime recording episode nighttime i feel like you when you say that you should have had smooth jazz in the background or something i can put it in okay there we go but uh i'm supposed to talk with a higher register because i'm quite bassy especially in contrast to you but i feel like it's just going to be more bassy tonight maybe (laughs) should i I try for more (laughs) bassy yes that's how you should talk i will try I will try very hard. It's just that whenever I listen to us, I always have to like crank up the volume for your parts of the podcast. I know. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying saying. to balance it out a little bit. I just want to hear what you're saying, baby. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, before we get into our topic for tonight, which is, uh, scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was trying to think. He's so engaged with our I, topic today, aren't you? I was trying to think. <laughs> I was trying to think of uh, like a, a catchy title. I, I don't even have something, but something to do with like living life in PJs or something. But anyways, yeah, that's a good episode title. I mean, living life in PJs. Every time you're gonna see me, I think on this video, I'm <laughs> fucking wearing <laughs> soft pants <laughs> and like well, maybe a cozy sweater. I was I was smart this time. I changed into soft pants yeah. tonight. I'm like an all black wonder. I mean, we f- we sock- film at home usually during nap time <laughs> or obviously at net at bedtime, and it's just like yeah. I'm gonna be comfy. And I know that I probably should change for the podcast, but I'm like, if I'm gonna be sitting here for an hour or two talking, I want to be comfy. Yeah, you know what? I feel like that philosophy also applies to your nursing day. So that was a great little segue right yeah, there. Well, well done, Dave you Grant. Know, especially, yeah, like why put on hard pants? Like 90% of my, well, my entire job is in scrubs. Yeah. Which are just lightweight PJs. You're just PJs, honestly. You know, so like me getting dressed up is a chore because it's so much work. <laughs> it's It happens like <laughs> once a year. Can I segue off onto hard pants for just one second? Because I used that term in a conversation the other day and someone was just like making fun of me being like, that's not a thing. I'm like, it literally is. I had to explain the concept of hard pants. She had no idea what it was, but it has been put into Urban Dictionary since the start of the pandemic. It became a thing. So I'm like, I felt very justified. It's not just a Bergenism. It's not. No, it's like it's an Internet TikTok meme thing. Okay, so I'm going to segue out of that before we All right, get too deep. We'll get too PJs. deep in hard pants. Have you been seeing anything about this um, thing that's going on down in Florida? Which lately? one? Well, <laughs> it's Florida. That's, I mean, we're not Americans, so are we allowed to make that joke? But. I don't know. <laughs> Which one? The fake nursing degrees one? Yeah. Yes. Like and that's. I just want to talk about that for a yeah. minute, like it's because it's a relevant conversation happening in our field today now. Nursing in the States is admittedly a little different than nursing in uh, Canada. Mm -hmm. 
Um, also sometimes, I, sometimes I just feel disconnected from nursing when I, when I start following just to ramble to, when I start following other nursing people on, on Instagram and stuff, mm-hmm. whether they're from the States or Canada, just like seeing how engaged they are on a, um, an extracurricular level, I guess in nursing, it's, it's not like they just go to work and come home, but they're like <clears throat> involved in rallies and conferences and you know people have like sat on nursing boards and this and like I don't even know what like these things are like you know we have our union conference once a year the our big union conference and stuff like that but you know like I don't really I can't really think of any time that we have like much else offered to us outside of union activity I think we're just we maybe we also don't pay attention to what's out there. Yeah, probably. I guess. Yeah. We don't do a lot of nursing extracurricular at yeah. this point. So I wonder if it's if that's like if that's actually most nurses and the nurses that you see on Insta and social medias are ones that are quite engaged in the profession of nursing, not just being nurses for their day to day job. Oh, I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. I also think there's a lot of like nursing associations and, and teaching organizations and whatnot. There's way more of them in the States. Yeah. And because there's just more people, there's more professionals to be engaged yeah, with. That's fair. Like in Canada, you know for sure that there's our, our national nursing association, the CNA, mm. hosts a conference every year. Yeah, right? I guess I and did then, know that. And like our, um, like the Canadian Oncology Nursing Association, yeah. Cano, hosts a conference every year Okay, as well. so it's just I'm lazy. Or just not engaged. Yeah, okay. Maybe we need to go to a conference. I feel like literally the only nursing conference I've been to is I went to the National Student Association conference once in university, and that was it. Well, so maybe that's a conversation for, or just maybe a question for our, our listeners, the, you know, the two of you out there. <laughs> I'm wondering how many people, like how many nurses do we know who are engaged extracurricularly in the nursing field? And I'm talking like going to these conferences and whatnot. Like I can't think of a single nurse that I know that does these things on a regular. Well, I know our PCCs on the unit were involved in Cano. I don't know how much of that has happened since yeah. the pandemic. Yeah, I know that they've gone to a, a few. I, I know they've gone to a few. Yeah. A few things. Anyways, that's all. So let's get back to Florida. So Florida, <laughs> <laughs> tonight's a, tonight, this is the problem with recording at night. It just it's becomes a long just, ramble. We're tired and the brain's just. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, <laughs> maybe it makes for an interesting podcast. I like the rambly ones that I watch. They're fun. All right. Um, anyways, back to Florida. It, it is an important discussion that is happening right now. Um, so I wanted to bring it up as it's relevant, but. Um, I was just reading the NPR article on it. <clears throat> there was between, I think it was 2016 and 2021, mm-hmm. there were 7,600 degrees purchased Oof. for around, um, I think it was 15 grand a pop. So whatever that works out to, if you could do the math, um, there were 20, 25 individuals involved in it. I think it was across three schools. Yep. If I don't have my facts quite right i apologize um and then about 2400 of them actually sat the nclex which just because you have your degree doesn't mean you can nurse yeah you still have to write the nclex which is the national certification exams yeah and um the majority of them actually wrote it in new york because new york has 
um, licensing agreements with a lot of other states. So if you write in New York and pass, then you can work transfer in other, a lot of yeah, to yeah other states. a lot of other state nursing boards. Right. Some like some are, are more restrictive, anyways. Mm-hmm. So about twenty four hundred people passed the NCLEX. Out of the seventy six hundred, yeah, they, they, that's they like a third. They're, they're not saying how many people sat the NCLEX. I didn't see that. Yeah, but of the seventy six hundred people who bought degrees, twenty four hundred wrote and passed the NCLEX, and work we're working as bona fide RNs wherever that may be. That's like some catch me if you can shit right there. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of gnarly. Like. I'm not surprised people could pass the test. There's enough um, NCLEX study material that if you just study the study material and you're a good test taker, you'd probably be okay. But yeah, that's kind of crazy, eh? Yes, that is. You wonder what areas of nursing they were practicing in that they could could pass as professionals. Like, were they all in long-term care or something like something very non-acute or well here's the the thing and and i'm not i'm not uh, obviously advocating this at all but i'm just trying to think of the logistics of it Mm -hmm. there is so much free education out in the world today Mm -hmm. even when it comes to like say a profession like nursing yep um like i i keep hearing that like like not this isn't nursing but i keep hearing that you can go to like mit and do all of the courses online yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. And while you won't get an MIT degree, you will have the same level of learning. Yeah. As best you can from online versus in class for an engineering degree and stuff like that. And then you have YouTube. Yeah. You know, heck, even the things that we talk about here contribute to that learning. Uh, we might not be technical. Um, teaching like actual this is how you do this specific task etc but we talk more about the mindset of nursing Hmm. which Mm -hmm. is an important piece that you would get as you did your learning instead you'll just learn how to talk and think like a nurse by listening to people like us i can understand how people would have passed and would be working their careers because especially if you just started on a medical floor and you were just kind of winging it right uh, if you learned through YouTube or various sources how to like do your basic skills, uh, your assessment, giving your meds, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. The rest you can learn on the fly. Like I always tell my students, the like your nursing degree allows you to become an RN, but you actually learn how to be an RN in the first two years on the floor. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, like, but you do have to have all the pieces and components there that you've learned along the way to like fit together as you go. We come up against nurses in our profession that we're all we're like, how the heck are you a nurse? Yeah, and like they're they're bona fide nurses, and it's just like, what did you learn in school? Like, there have been a couple of students that have crossed our paths on oncology over the years that were like, how are you in preceptorship right now? And they go and they go on to graduate and become nurses. Yeah, right. So while you think that the standard is there, Mm -hmm. the standard is there, but it's also really easy to kind of squeak through the cracks if you have the right personality and you have some understanding about how the job is done which i'm saying that you can just learn online so so what's your i don't really have a takeaway other than what are your takeaways from this other than like how it could have happened yeah i i can very easily see somebody who couldn't get into nursing school or whatever they were talking about how there there were a lot of um lpns who wanted to upgrade that couldn't uh, get into the programs and stuff to upgrade so they would just pay for the degrees and stuff mm-hmm. 
it's just kind of scary that in such a regulated, whether it's a Canada or whatnot, not, you know, I'm not obviously intimate with the regulations for down in Florida, but it's a regulated profession like it is the world over. Mm-hmm. And people can pay their 15 grand, sit for an exam, and then go off and go off be and be nurses. a nurse, right? And, and be taking care of people. Yeah. That's, that's, and I could, e- I could easily connect the dots to see how that happened. Yeah. And that's really kind of scary that a regulated and it's not like they they got the degrees in florida but then they wrote in other states yeah so it's not just one regulating body that had the issue right so it's just kind of widespread and it just like it's it's kind of scary it makes you think about who is actually taking care of my loved ones in the hospital but that is also why I always. It's us. <laughs> we we have we gone to school. We have you know. We did get that. our degrees. I have, promise. I have a nice big degree. Oh my god! Julia's Let's not little. even get started. Okay. Oh, he loves yeah, to poke yeah, fun at me for yeah, this. Yeah. So Dave's degree is actually like a full sized print of diploma with like the crests, the signatures, the yeah. big fancy like shiny colored stickers. <laughs> it's like all there with the language and the cursive writing blah 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 my degree is like eight by or eight and a half by 11 it looks like it was printed off on windows 95 there's one gold sticker on it that looks like you could have gotten it from a dollar store i'm like this degree cost me twenty five thousand dollars oh did it now (laughs) yeah how much did your degree end up costing yeah but that i'm just i'm I'm, i want to make a joke about like so whose degree was bought (laughs) Right, the fancy looking one or the cheap one that was just printed off in the back room I somewhere. Chipped. I feel like if my school's alumni association, who is constantly like plugging me for support and, oh, don't you want to give back to the school and stuff? I'm like, give me a nicer degree. Then we'll talk. Yeah, that's fair. It's, that's fair. Mine isn't even on the wall. I don't even know where mine is. Yeah, it Yours was a, is on the it wall. It was on the wall, but it's like right in our stairwell where, and we were moving. And so they came off the wall so we didn't wreck them. And yours never got put back up, it and my, not, mine, mine and is where, up like right away. And where is but, mine? But it's because yours kept falling off for some reason. Maybe what? maybe my degree kept being like, eh, yeah, eh, get maybe off the that's wall. what it is. <laughs> Your degree was bullying my degree to like <laughs> yeah. knock it off the wall. Yeah. Like, you don't deserve to hang here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I now make more money than you, so. <laughs> oh. That's true. <laughs> it is true. Oh, we were always. I can buy we, a better degree. <laughs> we, we were we were always equal, and and now we're not. Even though it's just temporary, mm, it is. You know, like I think this year you would have just been making, have been at the top of the pay scale like me. Yeah, I think you were just this year getting there, or just got Half, there. halfway through the year. I got my final. Increase. So I was. Oh, this, now now you've surpassed me. I have. Oh, I'm proud of you. Oh. I'm proud of us. Our bank account thanks you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough rambling about Florida and stuff. It's just, you know, it, it is an important conversation that is happening in our in our profession. In our, in our profession right now. And, and like in the public. And like discourse. I was saying, like I don't really think about our nursing profession outside of my job. And it kind of made me think about like the you know, just doing this podcast and and following other people online and stuff, it made me just think about how like I'm re- I'm very involved on our floor, but I'm not really involved in nursing elsewhere. I've tried to do be a union steward, and it happened at a bad time in our life where we were taking care of grandma and grandpa, and things weren't. It there was too much stress on top of everything else, and I had to let it go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's this and you know the the headlines about Florida and stuff. It was really making me just like, you know, how involved are we in nursing, and is that actual? 
Um, typical for most nurses, most nurses just, you know, go to work, do their job, care for their patients, come home, family life, or are most nurses actually involved one way or another and I'm just not seeing it? I don't know anyone else that goes to nursing offices personally, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe we're just stuck in a corner of the world that's not and, very engaged with the well, nursing and, and world. Maybe at it's large. A, maybe it's a Canadian versus American thing. Maybe it's there's less um, hoorah. Yeah, it's maybe about your profession in Canada than yeah. in the states. I don't know. Like I don't really know much about nursing in the states, other than a few things that were contrasted for us when we were in nursing school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. No. Anyways. Anyways. Scrubs. Life and yes. Scrubs. Life and Scrubs perpetually in PJs. I love it. Yep. That that alone would sell me as a profession. Yeah, just like you can always wear pajamas. Because yeah, yeah. it's like scrubs are glorified pajamas. So back in the day, you, well, I should just say how we ended up with this topic is that I had a friend the other day just ask me one question about scrubs at work mm-hmm. and it spawned like almost a half an hour long conversation oh well, hopefully this it. can replicate that yeah. <laughs> something because like when that. you let's be honest when you said hey let's talk about scrubs i'm like okay scrubs are comfy done no you can talk about anything much longer than that obviously day, i'm just you making can. crap up as we go okay so nursing used to be like the gown the cape the white cap the starched yeah, yeah, linens yeah, yeah. like the hosiery and yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. all else yeah, or yeah. if you were like I guess male nurses didn't used to be a thing, but orderlies, you had yeah. pressed pants. But, and a but even down when shirt. The, even when male when male nurses started becoming into the profession, they yep. were very much still dressing as orderlies. Yeah. Like that was their uniform. Yeah. Yeah. So when did that switch actually start to happen? Two, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe like the nineties. We should yeah. ask we should ask people who've been around a little bit longer than we have. Like in I the imagine profession. Allison at some point in her career was wearing the whole regalia. I'm sure. And also... Can we call it regalia? I mean, sure. I just... I, get, I mean, nowadays when you Uniform. think about it, it is, it's much more over the top than scrubs. So... Yeah. But, you know, maybe not... Regalia is not the quite the right word. Well, and I think it's like it's progressed at different rates in different countries yeah, as yeah. well, right? Well, I'm sure there are still so, countries where that is, it is still the thing. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Um but now we all wear these glorified PJs. Everybody, unic, like anybody that's on the actual floor, at least at our, uh, on our unit, and most for the most part in our site. If you're on the floor, at all, you're wearing scrubs of you're some wearing sort. Scrubs of some sort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, my friend was asking like the big question that she had. She's like, so do you have to buy your own scrubs mm-hmm. or is that part of like an employer pays for that? Mm-hmm. And well, we're now in a different, different units and different scrub situations, yeah, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Um, because at the start of the pandemic, our, like our oncology unit started getting like deliveries and, and was, you know, part of the hospital scrub program, yeah, which yeah. is like just supplied very generic blues in our hospital, mostly that, are just delivered in a myriad of sizes to the unit. And they started that at the beginning of the pandemic as just yeah, one not, more break in the chain. But not of, for every unit. No, the, that's what the, I'm saying. On oncology. The ones that so just, were considered more high risk. That's what I was trying to explain. It was oh, one I, more I apologize. break in one more chain link in the, the, the chain of infection was just getting scrubs yeah. that weren't coming from outside the hospital. Well, actually, supposedly a lot of units try to get on that board on board with that. Uh, when they started that and they yeah. were like signing up for it and then yeah. the manager stepped in and like, no, we're, we're not, not doing, doing this. this. I don't know what. 
but like i like it's not outside of like really like more specialized areas yeah. at least in our hospital the hospital doesn't supply scrubs so the vast majority of nurses working in the hospital in like general med mm-hmm. surge uh units are all supplying their own yeah. which is like out of pocket expense and it's just expected that you purchase your own scrubs which came up this past week for me because i realized i actually only have like three sets of scrubs maybe Mm. like kind of i can piece together four but like i haven't bought scrubs since well pre-pregnancy yeah so that's like four years ago now and all of those scrubs actually that i had pre-pregnancy were like a couple years old and like well now that i'm no longer on a unit that supplies scrubs i'm probably gonna have to buy some scrubs yeah but holy cow i started researching or like just going and looking and shopping and scrubs be expensive these days. Is there a scrub shortage? So they've all been hit no, with inflation. I, just, I feel like like, scrubs, a, suppl- like a supply uh, a supply management issue. Maybe. I feel like scrubs have gotten so much fancier and mm. like since even since I started nursing too. Like yeah. when I started nursing, like okay, so first pair of scrubs that I bought for nursing mm. school were they ended up being Grey's Anatomy, which was like at that time the thing that yeah. was like the bougie brand. Um, but they were like soft and comfortable and whatever all else. But ever since then, like all these other brands have come out that are making like really chic looking scrubs yeah, and like the jogger bottoms and whatever, like figs really, and Janu. And they're like Lululemon mixed with scrubs almost. Like, yeah. Like they're, they're, they're like oh, athleisure yeah, for yeah, the medical profession. That's what I was trying to say with, yeah. with Lululemon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like athlete, ath- 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 yeah. Athleisure, not just athletic wear, but athleisure scrubs. Yeah. 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 Like, they look really comfortable. They look great. And honestly, because you wear them every single day at work and you wear them for long hours and you're just like, you're moving lots, you're doing lots, like you want something that's really comfortable, but also very washable and like doable yeah. and going to stand up. But here's the thing, that first pair of scrubs, that like light blue pair of Grey's yeah, Anatomy yeah. that I bought yeah. my first semester of nursing school, I still have so those that's babies. Oh, yeah. That's 14 years yeah. ago now. Yeah. So, you know, worthwhile yeah. investment. They're now like, <laughs> we were talking about this too. Uh, they're now my like second night shift scrubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't okay. know. Okay. Any other nurses who are actually listening can comment on this. Do you have mm-hmm. scrubs in your repertoire? That go or certain days. Certain days. Like this is like, I wear these ones on my first day shift or I wear these. Like these ones are saved for my last night shift now yeah. because they're just like, they're a little older but they're also the most like worn in comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. they're great second yeah, yeah. night shift scrubs now So by the time you get to second night shift where your brain's kind of fried and you just don't really give a rat's ass anymore <laughs> then you'll be like these are fine <laughs> we do still give a rat's ass about patients but we're just no like, no no, no. we don't yeah, like, care about like yourself uh, but look you usually yeah, your, your you don't hair's care how not you quite look. done your no. makeup is probably not existent by this point yeah you're just <laughs> you're like showing it up on. you're yep. just showing up there's no, there's no cute doctors wandering around and stuff like that to impress, <laughs> like on day shift and stuff. So yeah, gotta you can wear like, you can wear the old scrubs on the night shifts, especially yeah. second night shift. Well, see, my thing has been mine. Mine has been a bit different. It's always like male nurses are not the majority, obviously. And while there are some male nursing scrubs that are decent they're very few and far between and they're not made for big guys Mm -hmm. right actually i find that most scrubs period aren't just made the cool scrubs aren't really made for bigger plus size people they're made for people of like my weight and width but no but they're like five inches taller than yeah yeah true yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's who they make them for um they make them for the girls who played volleyball in university 
And was my my story with with scrubs is a bit more traumatic. Uh oh. Because I, I I hate buying scrubs. I, re- I really do. Which is why Dave loves the so, hospital supplied scrubs. So now. I've o- I've always had weight on. I've always been a of a of a bigger body set. I don't know why I said it like that. I've always always been heavy. Uh, in my nursing school, uh, coming back from when I was living in Hawaii and stuff, I was just fat. Period. And then as I got into my career, I just put on more weight. Like dealing with nursing and trying to figure that out, paying student loans, being lonely and by myself. It just yeah, I put on you more. You were weight. a poor lonely bastard when I met you. I sure <laughs> That's was. Why I told you to get a dog, which you did. Yeah. The day then, before we started dating. Yeah. <laughs> He's but, right there. But that made buying scrubs quite difficult because mm. you would buy scrubs that fit, you know, that you could get on. Yeah. But then they were they there were circus tent voluminous in areas that you didn't want them to be voluminous because mm. they just they just cut these big square fabrics. Yeah, they do. They do. Right? Like they, the most basic pattern, no tapering, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you had them so that they weren't tight on your big belly. They were massive under the shoulders or, you know, huge on the hips. Like, they were just, like, balloon pants. Like, it was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, I've always kind of hated scrubs. Now, when I started to lose weight, and which was really good, and once we got together and stuff, mm-hmm. lost a lot of weight and, you know, was enjoying wearing scrubs and having good scrubs and stuff. But pandemic and having a toddler and stuff like that put all the weight back on, which sucks. But we're working on that. Making progress. But, you know, I was happy wearing the... Uh, the scrubs that the hospital provided. Yeah, except I'm I'm funny. I have short legs and a long torso. Yeah, interesting fact. Dave's inseam is not even two inches longer than mine. Yeah, it's but it's almost. And the he's same. a like a foot taller than me. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> it's I have short, I have shorter legs so and a long torso, and I have a gut. The nursing scrubs come to like my belly button. Yeah, <laughs> like I got like crop shirts. top. I got like yeah. a crop top, and it's but like if, if, really if, in, if when I'm not for work. if when I'm standing there. Yeah. And not doing anything is fine. But the minute I start doing any physical activity, which nursing is a lot of physical activity. Bracing people, rolling people. I'm just like, I can't. So I'd have to wear an undershirt, but then my scrub. It was ridiculous. I hated it. And especially as I put the weight back on, it became more and more prominent. Yeah. So, you know, at first I went from, okay, I'm just going to wear a nice Mm t-shirt, but still wear the scrub bottoms. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, I'm getting to the point where the scrub bottom size that, that I'm wearing are... Not necessarily the most comfortable things to wear all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next size up is like, even for me, they were way too big. Yeah. Like it, it, there was no like happy medium between. So, so now, uh, honestly, right now, my, my most comfortable go to is, is just having like my own athleisure or athletic wear that I get from a company that makes good clothes for big guys. Yeah. Which, you know, is fine. They're mm-hmm. just a solid color, black, you know, easily washable, wear like you can run them to the wash a thousand times. Like they're great. Yeah. They're not scrubs. And so I kind of feel, especially like on our floor, because people most people wear the hospital greens. Yeah. I kind of feel out of place a little bit sometimes. Hmm. Like that's the fat kid who can't wear scrubs. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. That's okay. I've also, this year, mental health, going back to one of our earlier podcasts, I've also learned to just accept that and talk about it and not mm, not ignore it through omission. Yeah. I'm, I'm bad. I put weight on. It's fine. It's No, it's not fine, but I'm working on it. Yeah. 
You are. Right. And I right now I have to do and wear what makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and so that's not wearing scrubs. I don't even know if we have a hospital or like a health authority dress code that mandates that you must wear scrubs. Is there? Probably not. But if I was wearing like jeans and a t-shirt on the unit, I probably would get talked to. Probably. I mean, I probably shouldn't know that there's there, a dress there, code. I've never... There, there is in, a dress code. I, I don't know if it specifically says uh, scrubs. Yeah. It talks about... Um, it, it Actually, I, I am remember that. It talks about appropriate attire for work. Yeah. With a, but but doesn't specify scrubs. No, and who gets to and who gets to determine what's, what's appropriate, appropriate attire, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So along those lines, then mm. I don't feel like like dress code or professional dress, any of those sort of things, it's never come up in my career. I know there's like big stories that have gone on about some outrageous dress code requirements in the states or whatnot that have come up and made the news, mm-hmm. but that's never come up at all in my career. Sure. However, nursing school, different story. Oh yeah, nursing strict dress code yeah, yeah. about scrubs and whatnot. Like detailed. Oh, these are the color of shoes. Yes, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes. Yeah, the we whole were, thing. We were allowed to. We were supposed to wear white shoes. We could do white or black. Mm-hmm. And we weren't we weren't actually supposed to wear black scrubs though, mm. and we definitely were not allowed to wear all black. So you could have black pants. That yeah, was yeah. one like they they would allow, but our actually they didn't want you to wear dark colors. What was the period. reasoning for that? Well, of course, because apparently it's morbid and we would make yeah. pr- patients depressed if we were dressed in all black. Yeah. So and they didn't even because that because that's what's going to make your dying stage four cancer patient depressed is your scrubs. Is your black scrubs when you walk in the room Nursing with the medication? Sometimes is overreaching uh, on what they think. It is, but I don't know about your school. My school at the time was run by a lot of people who came out of like the hospital nursing education system, which was very much like a nunnery. They controlled yeah. your life while you were there in nursing mm. school. So that was still their mentality when it came to education. Like you're here for us to control your life and mold you into this professional that we think that you should be. Yeah. And like how you dressed was still part of it. They wouldn't even let us have more than one earring. Yeah, in, I, I, think, at a I time. think I think earrings was a thing for my school. If I remember correctly, uh, you had to just wear a solid color scrub. Yeah, oh yeah, solid color scrubs. Um, it didn't dictate that you couldn't wear black. I don't remember. I don't think so though. Um, white shoes. The logo was allowed to be a color, but the shoes themselves had to be white. Oh yeah, oh, ours were had to be all white. Yeah, was the deal. Um, yeah, and it was supposed to be lighter colors. The only reason they made the exception with like black pants is we had two guys in our program who spoke up and they're like, "It is impossible to find scrubs for guys that are not." Dark colors, mm-hmm. right? So we got you got to give us something. Got to mm-hmm. give us something here, and yeah. And then we all had to like pin a badge on and have like our name tag pinned on as well. Which when I got my school name tag with a pin in it, mm-hmm. I was like, "Hell's no!" Am I pinning this mm-hmm. for four years on whatever I'm wearing, scrubs yeah. or other school stuff? I immediately took it home. I cannibalized one of my name tags from like a restaurant I used to work on that had the magnet clip. I just ripped that stupid pin right off, put the magnet clip on my first day of school, and like I'm, I'm not dealing with this shit. We had to sew ours onto our scrubs. Technically, we were like we were told that we were supposed to sew, but then they said because then they would have made it. They then we would had buy a ton of patches and they yeah. charge us like I don't know something stupid it was like 30 bucks a patch oh, or yeah. something oh yeah and then, ours was like 5 bucks a patch it wasn't, it wasn't I, don't, I mean maybe I'm remembering this incorrectly no, no, but I feel like they, right. it sounds about right for the school I went to I feel like they were just really expensive and so because like we were students and it was multiple years we managed to convince them to let us like pin it on mm. to our scrubs mm. 
So now I think the school I went to, you like they have just a school issue scrub top, and then you buy your own bottoms. Oh, okay. But uh, I think they specify what color your bottoms, like mm. your scrub bottoms, are now. Yeah. What was the first pair of scrubs that you ever bought? Some generic twenty dollar unisex clown costume. Do you still have them? No. No. <laughs> as soon as just I, me. as soon just as me I, hanging on to fourteen, as soon as I started making here. money, I bought better scrubs, and then yeah. as soon as I started losing weight, I got rid of all my fat scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um. Okay. Here's a question. This actually came up for debate a lot in nursing school, and I don't know whether it's a debate or not still anywhere in nursing realms but i had a lot of instructors who wanted to talk about like having an actual uniform uniform like people being expected to wear like a white shirt and black pants or wearing hospital issued scrubs where they all look the same so you can tell what profession is what profession right because mm. like you said anyone on our floor that comes onto the floor is wearing scrubs yeah. they could be the doctor they could be the unit clerk they could be there from the lab they could be respiratory therapy they yeah. could be nursing they could be our carried we're all wearing scrubs yeah. and you it know can, it can be confusing it can get confusing and i have you ever worked in a hospital where like they designated colors mm. or uniforms for no different i've professions? seen them but i've seen them more like online like out of the states yeah i don't know if it's a thing in canada mm. could be but i've only worked at two hospitals so yeah yeah i'm not sure As, how do you feel about that man, I not just, saying that not saying that everybody doesn't get to wear scrubs yeah but you know nurses wear these scrubs and yeah I think it would make it less confusing for the public and for patients to know who they're talking to and who's coming in. To be fair, we're also supposed to be wearing a name tag with our designation yeah. and stuff, right? But yeah, which is a 50-50. Well, also, like, it's impossible to get a name tag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so hard to, like, if you lose it, it's hard to get one replaced. Anyways, yeah. that's a whole other issue. I think that would be my main argument a pro argument that I would listen to or that would like make sense to me. Mm -hmm. The only argument that I really think is like, oh yeah, that that would that would be something that could potentially win me over to that idea of like gotcha. each profession wearing certain types of scrubs yeah. is just that it makes it so much less confusing for patients and families to know yeah. who they're talking to and, and who they're dealing with. Yeah. But I think if you're going to start dictating that, then you need to start supplying that. I agree. I I agree. If you were going to have like a really strict dress code, then you, you need to not be forcing your nurses to buy scrubs. Then you, you should be supplying them. Yeah. Or provide a, a uniform budget. Yeah. That if they want to get better stuff yeah as long as it falls within oh the like kind of like a boot allowance like you yeah, got yeah. you get like a scrub allowance yeah. oh we should tell our union to like bargain for that next time around no. yeah after this time where we're gonna get a lot of hopefully good stuff oh god i hope so let's hope we don't strike i was gonna say if you could buy any scrubs right now what would you buy <laughs> I don't uh, think again you, this has yeah. nothing this this is a meaningless conversation for me about yeah. types of scrubs fair and, enough because it doesn't okay. matter. There right. are right. nothing well, for guys. All right. What's the worst thing? Hold on. Hold on. I want to. I want to just say something. Oh, here. sorry. Because this is very much nursing. Yeah. Nursing is, 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 is rightly so. It's geared towards women and stuff. Not sorry. Not rightly so. I don't know what that meant. But nursing is predominantly women. The conversation is about women. And even when I just said there is nothing out there good for guys mm -hmm. and guys my size, that's glossed over. To have the question. And I'm not saying that that's what you, I mean, it okay. is what you did. And, but I'm not saying that you did it on purpose, but I'm saying, but that's the nursing conversation in general mm -hmm. when it comes to, uh, and I'm not complaining. I mean, uh, I have no right to complain in 
life. But I'm just saying that it just is a reality of the situation being a guy in a predominantly uh, women run uh, career or industry field uh, profession. Mm -hmm. The converse, the conversation is not, it never takes, and it's especially weird considering all the, um, the feminist theory that goes involved, that is involved in the nursing education. I'm really trying not to dig myself in the hole here, but the, 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 the women theory, the feminist theory that is involved in nursing school Mm -hmm. and, you know, equal rights and all of those things. And then the guys are, yeah, we're just going to put you in a corner and kind of forget that you exist when we talk about things in nursing. Do you think that that's like just a sexist thing in nursing or do you think it's just because guys are a minority and minorities just get left out of the conversation? Uh, Well, I'm not a minority, so I haven't experienced that side of things. You're a gender minority. No, no, but I'm, okay, yes, but I'm. I can only speak from a guy point of view. Okay. I can't. I can't answer the question. Does it happen to all minorities? Because I'm not. I'm not a cultural minority, so I don't know. I'm going to assume. Well, we didn't think. I, I was going to think. I was, yeah, I didn't think scrubs. that this was going to come up with talking with Scott. I thought it was going to be a silly, short, little twenty-minute conversation. Instead, yeah. you went off on a whole long thing about Florida and the you know, know value of degrees and extracurricular engagement. And now we're talking about male nurses not being included in the general sphere of yeah. nursing discord. Well, you know. That's where we That's where we go. And the conversation goes where the conversation goes. And again, I'm not I'm not com- I'm not complaining and the and the things that are issues where it's like um very much um I apologize if I'm not saying the right words, but like very much um gender um dominant then none of them are really important, but I'm just saying it is a thing that happens where the guy's point of view is kind of glossed over or just ignored or not even there's not, there's not even a thought to be like, Hmm, we have guys too. We should think about it. like in my nursing school. Yeah. Right. One of the things like when you, you pay your tuition, one of the things that they gave you was a fucking nursing purse and it was like fucking pink. <laughs> and we had like 20 guys in my program. And we're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this thing? Yeah. Right? And it's just like it, it like not even a thought to be like, we should have something that's more appropriate for the guys in the program that they're paying for. They're paying for this. And we're just gonna give them a pink purse like it's a fucking like it's it's a thing. At least you got a purse. <laughs> My school didn't hand out purses and it didn't hand out pretty degrees. It was supposed to be like a like a book bag, but it ended up being like like a big purse thing and <laughs> It was, it was, it we was really, it that. was really asinine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Right? And, and, and there wasn't, and there wasn't two thoughts about it. So I'm saying like the issues aren't really that big of a thing. I'm saying they do happen mm-hmm. and we'll just gloss over like, well, what's your first pair of scrubs you have? Who the fuck knows? Like some knockoff brand made in China that doesn't have a name and is like the thinnest, shittiest fabric. Cause that's all that was available to me. I didn't have Grey's Anatomy options. I don't think Grey's Anatomy came out when you were graduating. Even if I was, there was nothing. Whatever the hot scrub was at the time, it were not available for guys. Hmm. So that's, that's you triggered me. I apologize. (laughs) But again, they're all superficial. Like they don't actually mean anything when it comes to the conversation because 
the the inverse of that is, or the reverse of that is very true and i don't recognize it but you told me and the other girls on the unit talked about it the other women on the unit sorry talked about it um when i asked them and you guys will be asking doctor for something for three or four days and you kind of just get ignored mm-hmm. and then i come on the unit i'm a nurse Yep. But I'm a guy nurse and I mentioned it to the same doctor mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, whatever you want, Dave, and just write it out. Mm-hmm. So it didn't even happen on different days, though, because I tried to convince you that this was happening for the long and this probably should be another podcast. So I'm not going to go on about this. Very sure. Long. Well, next week we'll talk about sex. Oh, maybe not. Place. That's too heavy. <laughs> but I, like, it, I was trying to convince you that this does happen in the workplace. And you're like, I just don't see it. It wasn't even a different day. It was the same day. Mm. It was a patient. Mm. And we were both sitting at the desk. A certain doctor came up. I was explaining what I thought was happening on, what I, or going on, sorry, what was happening with this patient. Mm. I was noting trends in labs. I was, you know, saying this, that, and whatever. And was saying, do you think we could try this to correct this issue that's come up? And the doctor just like, nope, shut me down. And Dave stepped in, and I I hate to say it because I don't think you did it consciously, Mm. but you mansplained the whole situation to the said doctor, and he immediately agreed Well, did I mansplain it to a female doctor, or did I just step in as the guy? Because mansplaining, I don't want to mansplain mansplaining, but... Okay, you were the man who explained it using... Basically, the exact same words that I did, but the I exact a, same concept. I, I was swinging a dick to another guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll listen to that." Yeah, exactly. Wow, we got that, really like uh, cussy and that stuff was on the, our night. That's the night very, fir- but that's the very first time that you believed me that it happens mm. in the workplace, and because it, it wasn't even like a day to day thing. It was literally in the same moment. But okay. now, but now I, but now I use my power for good. That, as as we all and should. When, when I, and when I realize that the doctors are ignoring my fellow colleagues, yeah. I'll talk to them and be like, hey, do you want me to talk to them and see if that'll change anything? Yeah. So. Well, always got to use the power for good. Well, you know, sexism, sexism exists. Like, yeah, we should actually talk about this as one, as a podcast. Maybe have a guest on. Yeah. To, you know, really get into it. But um, sexism exists anywhere you are, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Mine is, you know. I get a pink purse in nursing school and you you don't get listened to by your professional colleagues. Nope. <laughs> Tip for tat. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> oh, before we digress on this too much. Oh, okay. Can I just like bring this back around for like one last thought before we end well, this Well, what podcast? scrubs were you wearing when the doctor ignored you? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> what I was going to say is what's the worst thing you've ever gotten on scrubs? <laughs> and did they last the shift like, like, or or what's the worst like how many times have you had to change your scrubs in a shift what was the worst shift i've had to change my scrubs three times on a shift oof that's never happened to me uh thank no it was it was pre-pandemic so we didn't even have uh i had to call or to get scrubs sent down oh um yeah twice in the day so yeah three one two yeah so oh, you changed I, I had, twice, but you I, had three sets yeah, of scrubs I had three in a shift. Yeah, sets of scrubs in a Still, shift, yeah. oof, that's never happened to me. Yeah, yeah, Yikes. yeah. The first one was, um, I think it was an exploded full. It was with a confused patient that it ha- it all happened, and I think it was an exploded full or like we were doing a bed change or something, and he ripped his foley apart, and it just went splurting everywhere. Mm. And then the next time was finger painting. And <laughs> as much as you try to wrangle in that hand. <laughs> By finger painting? We should explain to the people who aren't nurses. If you don't know what finger painting is, 
Either okay, yeah, I guess. Some people just use their own poop to create art. And unfortunately it happens with relative frequency. And sometimes when they get combative when you're like, please don't paint on the walls yeah. they get mad at you and then they try to grab you and then <laughs> poof fling it. Uh, so this you know, and sometimes in the moment for everybody's safety, you like the best you have on is gloves. You don't have like a gown or anything. Yeah. And you just really try to get in there and hold her so that they don't but it didn't work and smear a poop. Oh, you know, actually, I think I've had to change my shirt Mm -hmm. twice in a shift. I've never had to do like a full change, Mm -hmm. Um, but I've had to change my shirt twice. It was it was the same patient again. It was like a confused elderly patient. And we went in there in the morning to try and give them their meds. And the first thing that this patient was like gripping the side rail and then just like turned and just like smeared all down my front and i don't know what it was it looked like yogurt but mm. who knows what was going mm. on there and it was sticky either way it was getting <laughs> it was like, changed. nope getting changed like call maternity send out they tube me down a shirt and i kid you not like not even an hour later i was transferring this patient to a stretcher to go for a test of some sort and they like <laughs> oh, <laughs> a big just, like, no they just like wiped their nose and then wiped it on my back and I'm like, oh no, this is no, and this is all before nine a.m. I don't know why. To me, that <laughs> seems even worse somehow. I don't know why the intentionality of it. Yeah, but they were just like, but th- this was like a dementia patient. They just didn't like. They just weren't aware, right? But yeah. still, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm the closest Kleenex. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah so close that's there, there's a title of one of our when when I cut this into shorts. Yeah, closest. I'm the closest Kleenex. That's the title of this short. Wiped it right down my back. I'm like, okay, sent this patient off to I don't know whatever test procedure, and I mm. called maternity. Like, can you send me down an extra small top? They're like, again. I'm like, yes, please. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe that's a you know fun place to end this. Yeah, let's end it very on there. Ranging journey. Tonight. You know, we both had long weeks, and you're back to work tomorrow, I and am. it's eight thirty, and I'd like to watch some Call Me Cat or something. Okay, something light. But yeah, this was still good. It was uh, it, it actually went in a lot of places. Did not expect when Me you neither. said let's talk. Let's about talk about scrubs. <laughs> I, but like I said, I was quite. I, I was quite like I didn't know what I was going to bring to the conversation because. S- Grubs and guys, it doesn't really matter. I was hoping for a male perspective, though. It, uh, maybe it did. The male perspective is there are no good scrubs. There for you guys. go. But that led to a whole lot of conversation. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, so again, of course, we do it at the end. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We love Follow you guys. wherever you are. Hopefully, you guys are liking the shorts. I've been uh, working hard on on those. You can find those on YouTube at uh, the Twenty Four G Podcast. If you like our stuff on YouTube, you should click the thumbs up. And if you don't like it, you should double click the thumbs down. Yes. <laughs> or click the thumbs up anyways. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? I had one more thing I was going to say, but that's okay. I got nothing. My brain's fried. All right. Well, then this is a good place to end it. So okay. thanks for... Hanging out with us for another episode of the 24 Gauge Podcast. And yeah. we hope that you will join us next time and keep following along online. Drinkfillandsebastians.com. I don't know what that meant. Drink Phil and Sebastian's coffee. I don't think that's their website. <laughs> no, I know. Well, maybe it is. Phil. No, I think it's philandseb.com. 
Anyways, feeling Sebastian coffee. <laughs> I had to plug it. I'm not drinking coffee tonight, but I wanted to plug them. All right. I well, love, love, I'm coming to see you guys in the in in the in summertime. Summer, finally, Dave's first time stoked. in Calgary, and I'm making sure we're coming. I'm to gonna it. make him get a lot of merch and walk out of there like wearing yeah. a shirt and a hat and holding a mug or something like Just that. Just be like a super fan. Yeah. Yeah. Probably <laughs> right. forget to actually right. get coffee. We need to stop. We need to stop. It's time to end. We're okay. Tired. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>